0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Vet Chat, and this time around it's our Christmas special. For this Christmas special, I want to take you up north, very far north. When I saw, say very far, I mean beyond the polar circle, to northern Finland, where one of our colleagues, Markus Killy. Lives, and Marcus is not only a member of our profession; he also has a very special hobby, which I think might, in this dear, in the, the most uh, yeah common sense of the meaning of the word, will brighten up and light up your Christmas this year. So welcome and hello to Marcus Kelly. Hi, Marcus. Um,
1: thank you. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. How are you?
0: I'm all right. I'm all right. So that looks nice and cozy where you are. So tell us, how far north, uh, north of the polar circle are you?
1: Uh, about one hundred and fifty kilometers north from polar circle. I'm living at, uh, at onpolo It's a small village. Uh, actually, it's the biggest tourist uh, destination in Finland. Okay. Uh, skiing center, but. Uh, there is about 600 local people living here, and a lot of huskies. <laughs> and a lot of huskies, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, uh, but are you originally from this area, or did you move up north? Uh,
1: I'm married to here. So my, my wife is from here, and, and her family is from here. And, but I'm from Espoo, which is a neighbor city of Helsinki. On Helsinki? So quite, uh, yeah, it's uh, about uh, 1,000 kilometers from my Parents that's, house now. That's
0: the thing. So you are a southerner. <laughs> so you're a half yeah, Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, almost, almost, yeah. <laughs> that's great. But so, never go back, never go back. This is I, I love this. Yeah. I love to live here.
0: Yeah. I had the I um had the great chance uh, both in the winter and in the som- uh, in the summer to work in uh, northern scandinavia and I very much know what you mean so if we are talking about the light but we are also talking about the freedoms you have in in this part of the world yes there are not so many people over there but then uh, you have uh, possibly opportunities for an outdoor life, which I think everybody else who is interested in the out uh, in outdoor lives, in hiking, in, in 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 hunting, for example, will will be very envious about. I would assume.
1: Yeah, actually, uh, um, I'm living in um, uh, halfway up to the fell, so that like mm-hmm. uh, if I want to go hiking, I just um, uh, it, it's about ten um, meters to ho- uh, forest from my my uh, home door, and and that's it. And also the three hundred kilometers cross country skiing tracks they start such fifty meters fifty meters from our home.
0: I'm coming. But I don't ski. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> this is fantastic. Um, yeah. uh, Life as a small animal veterinary surgeon up north, uh, in how far would you say is that different from, uh, uh, from that in, in Helsinki or further south in Europe? Uh, are there any sort of specific uh, um, conditions that you treat more commonly?
1: Um, I think that the biggest, biggest difference is that there is a lot of huskies. So, for example, there is about six thousand huskies uh, in a, on my area. Six hundred so, so people
0: and six thousand huskies.
1: Yeah, yeah. They actually, they um, um on the same area where there is six thousand huskies. There is about uh, eight thousand people. So, that everybody's everybody are willing to drive a long, long, long way to the vet. So, I have clients who drive three hundred kilometers when they come to me. Yep. Yep. So that's maybe the main difference. And, and when they drive a long distance, then you, of course, would like to do everything what you can on the same day. Days. Yeah. It's not a possibility that you say, that okay, let's do this today. And, oh, no, we don't have time. Come tomorrow again. So it's, we do everything what we can on the same time. Uh, and another important difference is that there is not so many clients. Mm. So... Um, uh, there can't be uh, so much uh, specialization, and quite often it's so that uh, I, I can do something, and, and I then I refer the, the dog to the clinic, and, and the, the next referral clinic is about 350 kilometres from my my place, so that it can be possible that the, they drive 700 kilometres for the
0: yeah, yeah,
1: veterinarian. Yeah.
0: I I worked last summer in Falun in Sweden and uh, it always worried me one of the first questions I always ask because then my the, the my treatment uh, uh, suggestions depended a little bit on the distance people were travelling because as you said I mean you try to do as much as possible in one visit because they can't come every day or every second day for follow-up injection or something like that. Yeah. So um, <laughs> then I had, to, I had to be aware of that. So then some of the clients said, well, I'm coming 15 miles. Mm. so Which initially doesn't sound very much, but in Sweden, I don't know if that's the same in Finland. Um, the Nordic mile, at least sort of in in in, in yeah, Norway, yeah, it's in Sweden, Finland, yeah, they... ten kilometers <laughs> <laughs> to yeah, the mile, yeah, 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 that's that's the Swedish mile. <laughs> yeah, so, so they were can yeah, we don't use those? 150 kilometers one way, and uh, yeah. again, for sometimes uh, fairly, I would say, I mean, as a as a British uh, uh, bet I would say for fairly sort of. Uh, 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 yeah, undramatic conditions, like a cat with cystitis or something like that. So then uh, you think what sort of effort the people make actually to go to, go to the vet. No? So they have been driving... Yeah, but you, you need years. to also
1: remember, remember that, that 100 km here or 100 km or, or uh, 20 km in Helsinki, it takes about, about the same time. Yeah because you can drive 100 kilometers per hour all the time and there is nothing to which stops you it's, i normally calculate if I have one 100 kilometer uh distance then it's 1 hour yeah and that's that's a big difference here because it's, there is no tr- not not so much traffic so you can drive a bit faster and it's also allowed that is
0: okay okay because yeah, be, i yeah I've yeah because the, the speed restrictions are then also sometimes so crippling. You, yeah, but the
1: speed uh, but, but the speed limit seems, uh, they are uh, totally different in, in, in Lapland and Southern Finland. In the mm. Same looking road, we have 100 kilometers per hour and in the Southern Finland it's 80 kilometers or, yeah. or 60. Mm-hmm. But so it, it be, it's because there is no traffic.
0: Yeah, so with the Huskies what are very common conditions the uh, veterinarians see? Bounds.
1: Wounds, uh, especially biting wounds, on the summer. Mm. On the winter times, there is almost nothing. They, mm. when they do their job and everything, everything is in a normal order. Everything goes fine. But in the summer, when it's hot on the daytime, they, and they can't uh, uh, run with them on a on a daytime because it's too hot. On 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 a on a, a night time, it's cold, and the, when they have not been running, then ha, then they have a lot of energy, mm. and when they have a lot of energy, and nothing to do, then they start to fight with each other. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So most most uh, when when the weather goes uh, warm, then we will get wounds from the huskies, mm. and then there is of course the normal stuff of vaccination, and sterilization, castration, mm. and and mm. um, but. Actually, they are very healthy, health very healthy dogs. They're not I think, not, I not think, much uh, big problems.
0: I think you can't ask for for better k- patients if you look at it from a cardiovascular point of view. It must be in anaesthetists heaven, actually, so, yeah. because these are all athletes you are treating, long distance. Yeah, ones.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 true. Yeah. The anesthetics today it's really nice, and we um, any uh, if if I compare these uh, the dogs dog breeds with people people have here and what they have. I have been living and working also in the southern Finland. Uh, it's it's totally different. We there is no brachycephalic dogs here. Uh, or, or most of the dogs are they are something between uh, twenty to thirty kilos, so that they are standard dogs. And and it's really really uh, quite healthy dogs. They, most of them they are for hunting, or then they are huskies, yeah. and then they, or or otherwise they have uh, reindeer herding dogs, and that's kind of.
0: What I also and found
1: yes, have, have many of them. Yeah
0: yeah, 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 and I found most of the people that that bring these dogs to the practice to start with. These are usually well balanced dogs. You. Uh, they they have been out and about. They are very active, so they 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 are not neurotic. You can't use a dog with uh, behavioural problems in a, if you have a sledging team. And then the yeah. owners, they are usually very very good. They they know their dogs in and out. And and if you ask them, yes, can you please hold on to your dog? You know, they definitely hold yeah. on to the dog, and or they will say no. Nope, with this one, we have to be a little bit careful. It's a little bit on the funny side, so yeah, exactly. uh, we, we we better take precautions. Yeah. Also, it's uh, quite good. How is that with cats? Do you see a lot of cats up there in the north?
1: Uh, yes, in my house we have six.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> but but uh, most um, um, not so many, not so many. Um, very. Um, there, in our village, there is quite many cats, but if, if I go to the, just the 20 kilometers to other villages, there is none. So um, mm. cat is not a very uh, common pet, in, in a, uh, at least in the Western Lapland. Uh, we are saying that there is the cat hate. If you go to the farm, you will not see a cat. And, okay. and uh, in a very, it's very uh, big part of the uh, this Western Lapland. They, they don't like cats, but I don't know why but, uh, but um, mm. most of the c- cats, they are owned by the people who have moved here from somewhere yeah. else. Yeah,
0: I was last, last summer I was in Canada and uh, spoke to one of our colleagues over there and, and I said, okay, how is that the cats, dogs? And she said, yeah, hey, oh, we have quite a few cats. And I said, her, and do they have a lot of problems with cat bites or so? And she said, no, not at all. They're not going outside. And I said, uh, why? Why are they not going outside? They get eaten. <laughs> they get, <what? laughs> oh no, so but they have they have up there, they have uh, um foxes, they have wolves, they have uh, uh other larger predators that that take the cats out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, so and also if you get lost as a cat, it's it it was dangerous. So I thought, wow, hey, uh, so. Uh, we
1: have also foxes and, and, and also the golden eagle, but the, uh, I have never heard that the, uh, there was, have been a missing cat. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we have a lot cats, of foxes. They actually, from behind, from the window, they go, go uh, in and out all the time.
0: So, yeah, 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 no, I mean, in the UK, we have lots of foxes. Yeah. I often suspect that the cats have been attacked by fox, but whatever you see, through sort of, it's only cat bite, cat bite, cat bite. I can never definitely identify the cock, uh, fox bite. Yeah. Well, so when you're not working as a veterinary surgeon, um, you have a very special hobby. I would like to talk uh with you about and that is something you would possibly struggle to 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 pursue this hobby in in helsinki but where you are obviously that is a fantastic place and uh that is the aurora borealis um so um i as i understand you are a very keen photographer and you have taken a lot of amazing images of the aurora borealis uh, as far as I understand you, they they are so good. You you had also some of them uh, reproduced in uh, National Geographic. Is that
1: correct? Uh, there was one one in a in a, it, but it only but, was only in a uh, online paper, not yeah. not not uh, not not the official paper, printed one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh we will play in some of Marcus's images, and uh uh we hope that you will enjoy them. Tell me about the um uh, uh taking these images. Um uh, I think uh we all have tried um doing night photography with our smartphones. And, I mean, at least I'm always disappointed about the results. I have now a newer smartphone and, um, the images are somewhat better, but I find things like, for example, the moon, which might appear so huge on the sky, when you take a, an image of it, you're actually disappointed because it's actually still very tiny. So I think it's our perception of the moon that is maybe much bigger, but then also with the Aurora Borealis, sort of, um, can you can you talk a little bit about the technical aspects to to take these images?
1: Yeah, the the most important thing is that you use a tripod. Mm. Just that your camera will stay still. Uh, um, nowadays, you the new phones you can get the decent photos i i've mm-hmm. seen mm-hmm. but but uh, if you really want to get a good one, with you if you want to make so good that you can print it to the wall then then you need to have a camera mm-hmm. and or uh, the cameras which have uh, uh, manual settings uh, do the job and then you will need a, a wide angle lens so mm-hmm. that you will get a uh, uh, big uh, enough part of the sky to the same photo mm, mm, mm. Um, normally it when i take the northern like light photos it's uh exposure time is something from the one to 15 seconds so quite a long time you can't can't mm. keep in your hands and mm, ho- yeah. hope that it stays stills and still and um what could I say? It's a quite a, quite many things which you need to need to remember when you take it, yeah. and then it is a totally different thing when you when you take a video. Uh, the one impo- important thing is, is, of course, the focusing that you should focus so that the uh, the stars that they are sharp, because if they are not sharp, they look like a, uh, big, big uh, white balls in in the sky, and and then everybody are looking for those white weird-looking balls and not not the. Auroras, mm. uh, and um, most important thing is that you need to have those auroras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, obviously. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. If, if you if you think those are uh, really good looking photos, where uh, a really bright northern lights, there uh, they are mostly uh, mostly they are so, uh, that kind of that. I have spent there about six hours outside, and then there is uh, thirty second or or sixty second. Uh, moment when they are really bright, and then I have took those photos.
0: Okay. How do you keep warm <laughs> when you are
1: outside?
0: Do you need a big thermos flask with a lot of uh, glug?
1: <laughs> you, you just you just you just have a warm warm clothes and that's it. Yeah. It, it's 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 not a problem. It's never a problem that it's too cold. You can always put more wa- clothes on you. If the warm if 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 it's warm, then it's terrible because yeah. you can't if if you have lost everything then there's nothing to do yeah
0: yeah that's that's, that's, that's probably yeah. true yes yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, but I would say that minus thirty is not another problem to stay several hours outside if you are, if you have proper clothes.
0: That's the thing. Proper clothes, and it also—it's more dry cold. I think not—not not
1: such a damp. Yeah, day. Mm. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, when I was studying at a Helsinki, uh, I still remember. I, I live live in in, a, in a, um, just near the sea, and one evening it was minus twenty, and sea was not uh, frozen yet, and it, there was a wind from the sea, and it's minus twenty, and that was the coldest which I have feel, felt ever. In, here in Lapland, when it has been 45, then it's minus 45, it's, it's nothing to compare that. Mm, mm, because if, when, it, when it's, uh, when it's uh, dry, dry and cold, it's, it's not so bad. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, Christmas, how will Christmas, how, how do people celebrate Christmas up where you are? I mean, this is where everybody says Santa Claus is coming from. So, is yeah, Santa yeah, Claus it, it, coming to visit the children?
1: Absolute yeah, it's system. very. Uh, yeah, of course, of course, and uh, and uh, actually, there is plenty of them. <laughs> but uh, really, 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 there is only one who lives at the Korvatunturi. Mm. Yeah, it's it's at 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 the eastern uh, Lapland. Mm. We are actually Hanna, which you know, mm. uh, Hanna Normi from. She's also from Lapland. She's living yep. in a, in a town where where the it's an official place where the. Santa Claus lives too.
0: Please send her my regards, yes, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I will.
0: How, um, uh, when do the children in Northern Finland get their presents? Is that on the 24th or in the 24th evening, evening.
1: yeah, 24th mm-hmm. evening. Yeah, because uh, Santa Claus doesn't have time to uh, give them, a, every, for everyone on the same, same day. And uh, because in in the States they have a 20, 25th, then, then there is more, more time to give, give those presents.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. very good. Good, Marcos, I don't want to keep you much longer. Thank you very much for joining us for this uh, uh, Christmas special. I think we close this section of the Fekava bed chat with a few more images by markus Kelly of the Northern Lights of the Aurora Borealis. If you have any questions about this episode or any other episodes of Vekava VetChat, you can email us on vetchat at And obviously, uh, you can also contact us via our social media presence. Thank you very much again for being with us. Thank you very much, Marcus Killi, for uh, this interview. And to all of you, wherever you are, have a Merry Christmas and a peaceful and happy new year.
1: Thank you and Merry Christmas for everyone.